on the UB Sports Network from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. This is UB Football Insider with Lance Leipold. Presented by Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill. Also brought to you in part by our Team UB partners. Ad Pro Sports, ComDoc, WIVB Channel 4, and WNLO Channel 23. Nike, Pepsi, and by Town BMW. Now, with head coach Lance Leipold, here's Paul Peck. Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold. I'm Voice of the Bulls, Paul Peck, and we're here at Millersport Highway, Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill. We are here every Monday at noon to record the show. It's your chance to come and talk UB Bulls football with Bulls head coach Lance Leipold. Lance, uh, welcome to the show as always. Uh, another game week off and running. Before we dive too much into chatter about Central Michigan, which comes up on Saturday, uh, let's talk about a couple of brief things about this past Saturday's game against Army and is it one of those classic games, and because it's your last non-conference game, that you literally can, I believe uh, at one point in the broadcast, color analyst Scott Wilson said, take the game tapes of this one and shoot them into the sun. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's still a lot that we can learn from it. But, yeah, when you look at it, especially from the defensive uh, perspective of schematics and what it takes to stop that, um, there, there are very few things that, that really will be used the rest of the way but there's still things that we have to go through with our players today of you know fundamentally whether it be alignments playing with their hands you know just the thing about doing their assignment that we have to make sure we address but all in all it's time to get on to the max season flush this game away learn from it but uh, we still have a lot of good football to play Khalil Hodge said something very interesting uh, in the post-game press conference after the game, and, and he said it, it's everything that you learn about football, that you know about football, that you work on every week about being a good football player goes out the window in a game against Army. Um, can you give people an idea of how difficult that is for a coaching staff and a football team to try to do something one week in the middle of the season that's completely different? It, it's difficult and challenging, and that's what makes uh, it so unique and, and really plays to, to Army and really the service academy's advantages right now now if everybody did that or if half of a conference did that it, it would be a whole different thing because um of the the amount of film that you see the amount of practice that you get at stopping it but it is a difficult one to two week preparation and like i said a lot of things that, that go into the keys and the adjustments and the line calls and a lot of things that especially go to Khalil, you know that that changes and um you know, with that, you have mistakes, and, and I think those were exposed sometimes on Saturday. Last topic, last point on this. I had a conversation with my dad yesterday, and he asked me, and he was at the game, uh, and said, why do, more, why do more teams don't not play that way? You know, when it when it can be as successful as it is. And, and I gave him the standard answer about it's hard and it's hard to find the players. And there's reasons why Army and Navy do it because of their setup. But I'll let you answer that question. Why don't more teams do well, that? Well, I, I think you see it. Well, one is, uh, I think, in the way football is gravitated, first of all, throwing the football and doing those things and what uh, – 
you know, young men are interested in playing in systems that they want to play in, how it translates to the next level of people's aspirations to play in the NFL. Um, the, the health and the physicality of that, that's why, that's why quarterbacks in the NFL don't run the ball. You're not going to let you your quarterback. Exactly. So, so when you're recruiting to, recruiting to talented athletes, they want to play in systems that give them opportunities and, 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 and things like that. That's why really outside of maybe Georgia Tech, who really you don't know much longer they're going to stay in that system, you just don't see a lot of people at the FBS level other than the service academies using that. So um, it's a depth issue. It's a continuity thing of what guys want to play into that make the game exciting to them. It, it's not as much as it was maybe in the 70s and 80s with Oklahoma and Nebraska and people like that playing that scheme. With Bulls head coach Lance Leipold, this is the UB Football Insider Show. We're at Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. We're going to get you ready coming up here for Saturday's game for the Bulls on the road at Central Michigan. Uh, and, of course, we're going to talk a lot about that. We're also going to be joined by Bulls safety Brandon Williams later on in the show. You can find this show. Of course, you're listening to it on ESPN 1520. It's also available on the UB Bulls Facebook page. And if you miss any of it, as a podcast available through iTunes and Google Play. The one nice thing about Saturday's game against Army was an amazing turnout by Bulls fans. Fifth largest crowd in UB school history. I want you to uh, give a little thank you to everybody yeah. and tell me what it was like to walk into that full, almost full stadium. Yeah, it was it was an exciting crowd. I want to thank everyone that, that did come out. Or, you know, we've had great student crowds. It was great to see the community come out and see, you know, and really check this team out. Um, you know, unfortunately, we didn't play the, the way that we had been playing. And I hope the people that, that did come maybe for the first time or for the first time in, an, in a while that they would uh, the experience of the atmosphere and, the, and, and at least in the effort, the way our guys play will bring them back another day. And we have to make sure that we, we keep playing at a level that will bring them back. Next home game, next chance for that to happen is a week from Saturday on October 13th against the Akron Zips just announced today. That will be a noon kickoff at UB Stadium. Well, you're 4-1 for the first time since 1996 here at UB. A lot of good things have happened. Uh, we want to talk a little bit about what you've sort of seen from the first five games what's jumped out at you uh, I, a couple of things I'll throw your way that you can feel free to react to still no sacks allowed only team in the country that hasn't allowed a sack plus five on the turnover margin that's a terrific sign for where your defense is at uh, and when you scan through the Mid-American Conference statistics your team ranks no lower than seventh in any single category which says an awful lot about the consistency that both sides of your team was playing at give me a sense of as you assess the first five games where things are well, I think once once that 24-hour period of, of the Army loss, you know, kind of goes through, you have to go back and look at a lot of those things that you talked about, Paul. I think we, you know, we, we kind of talked about it a little bit as a staff yesterday is that when you look big picture, if somebody would have said to you, I know maybe expectations kind of kept creeping as we as we as we approach fall camp and and, and those things. But if you would have said you have a chance to be four and one at the end of September and one of the and that one loss is not the Eastern Michigan for a conference play. Would 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 you be ready to move on from that? And I think we would. Now that said, and you mentioned some of those statistics. I mean, those are some of the things that have been un, uncharted for us that we've been able to to be in that top half or or thereabouts in conference in, in a long time. 
Um, as coaches, we continue to analyze and look at the things that aren't as high as we want them to be and where we need to be better if we want to be a team that's going to be talked about here in November. Tyree Jackson, uh, fifth in the country in touchdown passes, leads the MAC in touchdown passes. K.J. Osborne, fifth in the country in receiving touchdowns, leads the MAC there. Those two guys have kind of driven your offense through the first five games. Talk about how they've taken the next step in their careers. Well, they have. You can see what you know. K.J. Osborne continues to elevate his game and to, to be in the, really one of the top players in the conference, in my, my estimation. He's been so consistent, so valuable as a returner, as a receiver. He does a lot of things for us. But his consistency is what impresses me most. And I say consistency, Paul. I mean his daily approach on how he works, how he, I think we said this before, how he goes about his preparation, his studying. Um, he's really a great example for our program. Tyree continues to play well. It wasn't his best day on, on Saturday, but there's a lot of lot of reasons, not just with him, that we have to that we have to improve on an offensive standpoint. And uh, you know, with Anthony Johnson maybe playing a handful of plays, we need to get hopefully get him back uh, sooner than later, where he can be at full speed and kind of get that offense back on track. Defensively, Khalil Hodge just named again today the MAC East Defensive Player of the Week. You've had a MAC Player of the Week every week so far of this season. Khalil's up to third in the country in tackles, number one in the MAC. Chuck Harris fifth in the country in sacks number one in the max we got theme going here lots of guys mm -hmm. in the top five and in the number one spot yeah you know Khalil's you know again a, a game like that you need your middle linebacker to make a lot of tackles and that he did um you know they you know for him to continue to play at the level that he's doing and leading it we talked about the adjustments you have to make against that scheme uh you know he continues to to be the model of consistency for our program and 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 our defense especially as far as production and and being out there and doing those things and as we turn the page now uh, to strictly conference play um you know we're going to need that all right, we're going to talk more about conference play, where the Bulls sit. They're the only team that finished non-conference play in the MAC with a 3-1 record. We're going to talk about that. And this Saturday's game against the Central Michigan Chippewas when we return. It's the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold. We're at Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. We're back after this. You're listening to the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield. Did you know that UB students, faculty, and alumni can save thousands on a new BMW at town? That's right, Town BMW offers special pricing to UB students, faculty, and alumni. Call 505-2100, 505-2100, or stop by 8215 Main Street in Williamsville. Town BMW is proud to be the official auto partner of UB Athletics and offers special pricing to UB students and employees. Pricing, performance. We got this, coach. Join our hometown team and let's have a winning season. We, we love our town. For the ultimate downtown experience, you have to check out the Pearl Street family of companies. We keep reinvesting in downtown Buffalo, now with three breweries, including the Pearl Street Grill and Brewery, Lafayette Brewing Company, Buffalo River Works, and two of the best boutique hotels in Buffalo, the Lofts on Pearls and the iconic hotel at the Lafayette. Whether it's patio dining, overlooking the water, zip lining, rock climbing, ice skating, concerts, festivals, or any other kind of adventure, there's always something happening at the Pearl Street family of companies. Go to PearlStreetFamily.com for more details. Few things in sports are better than enjoying a Bulls game live at UB Stadium. Ticketmaster, our official ticketing partner, can help you with that. Only Ticketmaster has verified tickets that are guaranteed to get you into the game. You'll never have to worry about fraudulent tickets, and you can always buy with confidence. So go with a trusted source where you can buy safely and get out there and cheer on your Bulls. Visit Ticketmaster.com to get your tickets today.
Bulls fans, come hungry to Stampede Square this year and be sure to visit our food trucks located next to the tailgate concert series for the first four home UB football games. Food Truck Row's starting lineup will include Loy's Taco Truck, the Cheesy Chick Food Truck, the Flaming Fish Food Truck, as well as the Big Blue Food Truck. Food Truck Row is a great addition to UB's already spectacular tailgating experience, which includes live music, inflatables, and much more. So come early and hungry to UB Stadium this season. As a young boy, Gavin loved playing football. He lived and breathed it, wanted to go pro. Why he'd spent hours upon hours just practicing his touchdown dances. And one day, while getting fitted for bifocals, he realized he was never much good at throwing, or running, or catching, or even kicking. Yeah, Gavin's chances of playing pro football were looking like fourth and long. Very long. But he did hear how Geico could save him money on car insurance, so he switched and saved. Then he did kind of a touchdown dance. At least he was still good at that. Need a ride to the big game? Hate dealing with the headache of parking? Well, park no more, my friends. Ride-sharing service Lyft has got you covered. UB Athletics has partnered with Lyft for the season, so you don't have to worry about your ride. Haven't tried Lyft before? It's a slam dunk with $20 and free ride credit. Simply download the app and enter the code GOBUFF in the promo section. Limited availability. New users only. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back to Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. This is the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold. My name is Paul Peck. We continue to talk with the Bulls head coach, uh, and we're going to shift our focus to this coming week's game on the road at Central Michigan, a noon kickoff on Saturday that you can hear on ESPN 1520 right here, or you can see on the CBS Sports Network. So everybody is fully Mac focused from now on in, including your team. Not everybody has played a MAC game yet. Some teams have already played two, like Miami in your own division, but uh, you're the only team that went 3-1 and non-conference. You're sitting at 1-0 and in the division. Give me a sense of what you're seeing from around the MAC. and I know this past weekend there were a lot of points scored and a lot of points given up. I, I think the biggest thing that, that continues to stand out to me, Paul, is the, the balance within the league. It, it really is, and, and you cannot, I don't think from whatever whatever top to bottom it turns out to be you cannot just show up anymore in this conference and win on on your talent that show you have to play well and it's a really a credit across the board to the the job that the that our that our coaches have done in recruiting and and the competitiveness and respect that's out there because it's not going to be a record base. It's going to be obviously how you play, but also how you match up against certain teams. You're going to match up against certain certain weeks. The records may be what what they are, but you're gonna you're gonna match up differently against these people, and it may be better in the run game, better in the pass game, and things get exploited. So it's exciting, and I think that's what makes our conference uh, respected the way it is across the nation. Yeah, and I think what's interesting from here on in is that everybody's on level ground. Nobody's mm-hmm. playing top ten. Teams teams anymore no one's playing FCS teams anymore Uh, that's always sort of skews not only the records but the statistics when fans look at it too so and speaking of which there's your transition into Central Michigan because look at the schedule that they've played Kentucky undefeated Kansas much improved Michigan State always certainly a good team they've already played Northern Illinois which is already 2-0 in the conference and their one win at 1-4 came against an FCS team so as you're trying to figure out what Central Michigan does well for Saturday's Mm -hmm. game how do you do that? Well, it's quite easy because when you when you look at this point, is two of those teams that you mentioned are top twenty-five teams right now in Michigan State and Kentucky, right. and they are still right now 
the top defense in, in, in our conference after five ball games. Mm-hmm. So when you're playing against those people, let alone another Power 5 school in Kansas that really got it kind of going and, and hit a groove there between playing Central and, and Rutgers, really got to start putting up some points. So they were able to, to play very well against some teams. Now, they've made a quarterback change. They were alternating a little bit. I think they're trying to they're finding their offensive identity a little bit more. They they incorporate the quarterback in the run game, which we haven't seen a lot of other than Army, but it's a different type of quarterback run game. So that's going to be a challenge for us. And as we said, their uh, their defense is top in the league in a you know really impressive front seven from from what uh, we've been able to see so far in early film study. Yeah, number one in the in the MAC in defense, number one in pass defense, actually in the top ten in the country mm-hmm. in pass defense. And again, as you say, look who they played. That says an awful lot more. Uh, Khalil Hodge leads the MAC in tackles. Their guy Malik Fountain, number two in yep. the MAC in tackles. So it, the defense it, that seems to be that that on the mm-hmm. surface as we sit here on Monday, your <laughs> offense, which we know how potent it can be against their defense appears to be the really intriguing matchup. Yeah, it is an intriguing matchup. And like I said, for a fan of college football and, and, and maybe on the defensive side of football, you might see you might see two of the better middle linebackers really, maybe even the, even in the country, but definitely in the group of five playing playing on the same field this week. And and not only with them, much like us, you know, with a Chuck Harris and and some and really uh Malcolm Kuhn, some of the other guys that have been able to create pressure this year, are, uh, their defensive ends are, are very strong. And, and that's where a lot of times things force back into the middle linebacker and things like that. So it'll be an exciting game, exciting challenge for us, uh, and uh, excited to go to, to Mount Pleasant. With Bulls head coach Lance Leipold, this is the UB Football Insider Show coming to you from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. You touched on a little bit of their offense, and, and they've struggled offensively as they've tr- they, they lost their top three receivers, their tight end, and their quarterback from a year ago. And so it's probably not a big surprise that they're still trying to figure themselves out. They, they started a... Uh, junior quarterback and Tony Poljan. He struggled early in the year. They've made the move to another quarterback named Tommy Lazaro, who, again, as you mentioned, is more of a runner. Um, that always presents challenges for a defense because things can break down, and if a guy's talented enough, he bolts through the pass rush and score. So how are you going to spend this week getting your guys ready for their first view of a real running quarterback? Well, uh, I think they'll see, first of all, their, their, their passing game, control passing game in which they're able to – I think he's very accurate in what he's been able to do, but they use the – the zone read game, the RPO system, the the quarterback counters, a lot of different things, which goes, hopefully we'll have some carryover really from what we did last week. Even though we say there's not a lot, there'll be some about assignment responsibility and making sure they're, but they're very uh, diverse in what they're doing. And it's going to be a challenge for everyone there to be sound in what, what the, what their responsibility is. They have a very good running back. His numbers don't mm-hmm. necessarily show it this year, but Jonathan Ward was second team all Mac last year, preseason all Mac and a lot of the, mm-hmm. in the magazines, and stuff and uh i i i don't you know better than i do why they haven't gotten him going yet but this is the week you don't want to let him get going yeah i think he's still been productive probably not to the numbers that they've had i think they've had a couple guys dinged up in the offensive line but he's a very versatile back though he'll be somebody they'll they'll split out he's a he's an excellent route runner they'll get him the ball in other ways um not sure if he's been slowed by anything but i think really these last couple games you can see him starting to to feel feel more comfortable uh your team has already won a couple of road games that's 
always mm-hmm. tough. It's always big. It's always a confidence booster. Uh, Kelly Short Stadium in Mount Pleasant has always been a tough place for this program to play over the years, and that maybe mm-hmm. has to do with facing guys like Antonio Brown mm-hmm. and Dan LaFever and some of the great players Central has had. But when you get ready to take this team on the road, do you feel you have a different sense of their confidence level now? Yeah, I, I think so. I think this group is still very confident. I, I think, like you said, it's a it slightly unique place to travel to just logistically for us sometimes and where we stay how we it's get it's there it's not near anything yeah and it's uh <laughs> yeah um, uh, i'll let you say that um growing up in a town of five thousand people i don't i kind of used to be in uh, where there's nothing anyone <laughs> in mount pleasant but you know one. it's their it's their homecoming uh so there's going to be other things there and you know sometimes when people schedule homecoming games and that yeah, there's a lot of things that they feel confident about so we have a lot of things to that we can get ready for in this and I know our guys are excited to get back to work. Let's uh, let's talk about the guy who's going to join us for our next segment, and that's senior safety Brandon Williams. You asked him to do something uh, significant, which is change positions in the offseason. I want you to tell everybody how that came about and how much of a challenge that has been for Brandon. You know, but he's playing well at his position mm-hmm. now. But but take me through all that. Well, I, I think one of the things we've talked about before, Paul, is uh, you know the really the transition and the, the maturation, the, the, the maturity, the maturing process for players once they arrive. And, and when I look at the time that we arrived here as a staff and things that I probably as a head coach didn't grasp completely is that that group of freshmen and when there was a coaching change made in the middle of their true freshman year can be really an un- unknown time. And guys come in and you, you've got to really, then there's a new group of guys coming in and there's unsure new schemes and all those things. So you watch the way Brandon went about it and from year one to two and two to three. And then last year, about halfway through, you really see saw him come into some confidence Um He's an all-in guy. He's great in the community. He's a great in the locker room, well-respected. And I think when it came into where we were, our depth was at, at corner versus safety and the opportunity for more playing time in that, he was very unselfish when we approached him about the opportunity. He, he went about it in business-like fashion and, and went all-in through the – through the spring and has done an excellent job and I'm really appreciative of all his efforts. All of our talk here between Lance and myself about Central Michigan, part of our Keys to the Game, presented by Town BMW, the official auto partner of UB Athletics. All right, finally, Coach, as we wrap up, there is no bigger Milwaukee Brewers fan in Western New York than you. Today was the play was the tiebreaker game before the playoff game. So are you are you you know are you antsy a little bit about your Brewers? Yeah, I've got I've got to try to stay locked in on practice today, but I hopefully we'll get some updates. You know. You know, play 162 games to get to one more. Right. And again, and play and, another one. Yes, and then right. play another one the next day because they are in. But, uh, and of course, to play against the Cubs will always be uh, even extra special. So hopefully they'll be able to pull it off. One six in a row now. So hopefully All we right. can uh, stay there, hot. There you go. That's, uh, that is Buffalo's biggest Brewers fan. Good luck to your Brewers. Good luck to your Bulls, even more importantly. We'll there you see go. you in Mount Pleasant on Saturday. <laughs> Thank you very much. That's Bulls head coach Lance Leipold joining us from here at Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. It's the UB Football Insider Show. When we come back, We will talk with Bulls senior safety Brandon Williams. More to come on the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield. Man, do I love card night. You ready, boys? You got a king? Go, fish tag. Oh, come on. (laughs) This is WWE superstar Titus O'Neil. It only takes a moment to make a moment. 
Take time to be a dad today. Learn more at 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Few things in sports are better than enjoying a Bulls game live at UB Stadium. Ticketmaster, our official ticketing partner, can help you with that. Only Ticketmaster has verified tickets that are guaranteed to get you into the game. You'll never have to worry about fraudulent tickets, and you can always buy with confidence. So, go with a trusted source where you can buy safely and get out there and cheer on your Bulls. Visit Ticketmaster.com to get your tickets today. Introducing Qdoba's new Chicken Diablo Nachos. They're made with hand-diced pico de gallo, which means they're as fresh as... Fresh. They're also loaded with juicy adobo chicken, flame-grilled in-house, which means they're as flavorful as... And they're topped off with fiery queso Diablo, so they're as spicy as... New Chicken Diablo Nachos, with the freshness, flavor, and fire you crave together in every bite. Try them today, only at Qdoba, united by flavor. Tweens have mastered the art of tuning out. Jen, there's a spider in the car. We're turning your room into a home gym. See? Nothing. But some messages need to get through, like making sure they're buckled up the whole ride, every time. Do whatever it takes to make your child listen. Jen, I friended your boyfriend. Wait, what? Buckle up, sweetie. Never give up until they buckle up. Learn more at safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. For the ultimate downtown experience, you have to check out the Pearl Street family of companies. We keep reinvesting in downtown Buffalo, now with three breweries, including the Pearl Street Grill and Brewery, Lafayette Brewing Company, Buffalo River Works, and two of the best boutique hotels in Buffalo, the Lofts on Pearls and the iconic hotel at the Lafayette. Whether it's patio dining, overlooking the water, zip lining, rock climbing, ice skating, concerts, festivals, or any other kind of adventure, there's always something happening at the Pearl Street family of companies. Go to PearlStreetFamily.com for more details. Water, naturally found in today's ethanol fuel, plus condensation from temperature change can cause phase separation in your gas tank, causing your engine to run rough, run dirty, and give you poor fuel economy. Castle Highway 95 Fuel Fixer stabilizes your fuel. With Castle, you get a smooth running engine and a clean ride. Look for Castle Highway 95 Fuel Fixer today. Welcome back to the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold. My name is Paul Peck. We're at Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. We're here every Monday at noon to record the show. Your chance to come out and meet Coach, talk UB Bulls football, and meet some of the star players. And today, the star player in attendance here at Santora's is Bulls senior safety, Brandon Williams. Thanks for being a part of the show, Brandon. I still have to catch myself by not calling you cornerback because <laughs> fans may know that you made that position change. Coach just talked about it. Take everybody through it. Um, how difficult has it been? How much have you had to sort of relearn some things? Or has it just been a lot more fun now that you get to roam around there deep uh, in the secondary? <laughs> yeah, it's definitely been a lot a lot of fun. But uh, I made that position change in the springtime. Uh, it, it really wasn't that hard because playing cornerback, like you have to communicate with the safeties a lot. So, like, we're all usually, like, on the same page. So it wasn't that much of a bad transition. But, like, I got accustomed to it very, very quickly. 
Yeah, you know, I mean, the, you know, as a corner, you're playing one side. You're really mm. only worried about one side. What's going yeah. on on the rest of the field isn't always so much of your concern. Now you've had to see a bigger, broader picture. Has that been one of the hardest things to get used to? Yeah, most definitely. Safety brings a bigger role because you have to, like, tell everybody in the secondary what to do. So, like, you're kind of like the quarterback of, like, the secondary. Like, you got to make sure everybody's on the same page just doing their job. So through five games, give everybody a sense of how you feel like you're doing, how you've settled in, how much more comfortable are you now heading into game six than maybe you were for games one and two. Yeah, I'm definitely com uh, comfortable and confident. Like I'm, like, I'm very confident in my playmaking abilities and just playing safety just brings that easily to me, really. With Bull Safety, Brandon Williams here as part of the UB Football Insider Show. You, I, I, Did you have a sense that Coach was going to come to you with this request? You saw how loaded and deep the team was at corner, and then you knew you had lost both starting safeties from a year ago. Did, did you think you might be the guy that he would come to and ask to make the shift? Yeah, I kind of figured that I would probably be like one of the first options to like make that transition because playing corner, like you have to have good feet, and like playing safety, you have to do the same. So. It was an easy transition for me. Well, it looked easy, too, when you had the uh, first interception of the season uh, yeah. <laughs> that you picked off against Army, too. And uh, and that wasn't an easy one. You kind of no, you, you had to kind of – I'm trying to remember. Were you leaping to get it or were you falling and leaped up to get it? I kind of, like, jumped backwards and just caught it, like, behind me because the ball was kind of, like, to my right back shoulder, mm -hmm. and I just had to jump back and catch it. I just had to adjust the ball and catch it. How much of a challenge was it for you and all the guys in the secondary to play a game and a team like Army where you, you just you know it's so different than what you're used yeah. to? You know they're going to throw it four or five times a game. Uh, it, it had to be difficult. Can you give everybody a sense of how hard it was? It's definitely key. It's, it's definitely a more physical game because they don't pass the ball a lot. So like you focus on the run a lot, and then sometimes they'll sneak up with you with a pass just here and there. So like playing DB, like you have to be on your toes like at all times. Do you, uh, do you like being a part of the run defense? you like getting up there yeah, and uh, smacking the guys every yeah, once in a while? I'm definitely a physical player, so I love to come down and hit people. Give me a sense of where you feel like your defense is at. Uh, you know, we've seen a lot of strides in takeaways. We've seen a lot of strides in pass rush. Chuck Harris leading the Mac in sacks. Uh, give me a sense through these first five games of the levels and areas of improvement that the defense has made so far. The leadership coming from Khalil Hodge has just been amazing, like, he keeps everybody on the same page, and we all, like, we all have that dog mentality. So we just go out there and we just get to it. <laughs> uh, you you play a pretty good role in the leadership front as well, too. Obviously, as yeah. a senior, you've been around here a long time. Uh, how much do you enjoy playing that sort of a role and being a guy that the younger guys look up to? Uh, it's, it's definitely an honor just having that role, that title, and I definitely love playing with all of my teammates. So. It's, it's just me out there flying around having fun to me. All right, and, and speaking of honor, you got to be the first guy this year in the opener against Delaware State to wear the number 41 that has rotated its way mm -hmm. through many players so far. But what did that mean to you? What did it mean to you to be able to put that, to take off the 14 and flip it around and put the 41 on for that game? Uh, it just made me happy. Like I almost cried just to represent a brother that passed away on his team and a person I was very close to in Georgia as well. Uh, that's right. Solomon, obviously not far from where you are mm. down in Lovejoy, Georgia. Do you like the fact that everybody is getting a chance to do it this year, that, that it isn't necessarily yeah. one player like it was last year? It's it's there's I would almost think there's some anticipation about, am I going to be the guy this mm. week to get a chance to do it? Yeah, it's, it's definitely a lot of anticipation. Like players are kind of like eager to like have the number and like represent a teammate because every time somebody puts on that 41, like they make big plays like you can see it like it's like every like everything is on tape. 
This is just an honor. Yeah, it, it certainly has raised the level of play for every player yeah. that has worn that 41. When we come back on the UB Football Insider Show, we'll get to know Brandon a little more off the field. What makes him tick? What's he do for fun? Uh, what's hometown Lovejoy, Georgia all about? We'll do that when we return. More to come from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. This is the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield. Bulls fans, come hungry to Stampede Square this year and be sure to visit our food trucks located next to the Tailgate Concert Series for the first four home UB football games. Food Truck Row's starting lineup will include Loy's Taco Truck, the Cheesy Chick Food Truck, the Flaming Fish Food Truck, as well as the Big Blue Food Truck. Food Truck Row is a great addition to UB's already spectacular tailgating experience, which includes live music, inflatables, and much more. So come early and hungry to UB Stadium this season. Hey, it's Paul Santora from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill, letting you know just what a day looks like for us. Our day starts with fresh produce, meats, fish, and other items delivered daily. We have a team of staff that takes their time, prepares all of these fresh and natural ingredients. We then stock our cook lines, making sure everything is rotated fresh and clean. Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill takes our time to make sure your meal is prepared the right way. We know you have choices, so when you choose to spend the money with us, we want to make sure you're happy. If something is not right, let us know. Please don't leave unhappy. Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill, we cook like it's our family. For the ultimate downtown experience, you have to check out the Pearl Street family of companies. We keep reinvesting in downtown Buffalo, now with three breweries, including the Pearl Street Grill and Brewery, Lafayette Brewing Company, Buffalo River Works, and two of the best boutique hotels in Buffalo, the Lofts on Pearls and the iconic hotel at the Lafayette. Whether it's patio dining, overlooking the water, zip lining, rock climbing, ice skating, concerts, festivals, or any other kind of adventure, there's always something happening at the Pearl Street family of companies. Go to PearlStreetFamily.com for more details. We are busy bodies, and injuries can happen at any time. When they do, UB OrthoCare is ready with urgent expert care from UBMD Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. UB OrthoCare is faster and more specialized than the ER for orthopedic evaluation, care, and recovery. For bones, joints, muscles, and concussions, why trust anybody else? Extended hours in Orchard Park, Amherst, and Niagara Falls. UB OrthoCare from UBMD Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Dedicated to keeping busy bodies busy. Grand Island Waste Management is excited to be a proud partner of the UB Athletics Department. Our services include septic service, portable toilet and dumpster rentals, along with grease trap cleanings. We have proudly served Western New York for the past six years. We are family owned and operated. Donate a non-perishable food item and we'll take $10 off our services and we'll distribute it to the area food banks. Thank you from the Grand Island Waste Management family. Call 774-0418 for our service. Bulls fans can save hundreds with the Bulls Savings Card. The Bulls Savings Card is a free card that rewards UB fans with discounts, perks, and more at select partner locations across western New York. Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill, Cheeburger Cheeburger, Texas Day Brazil, Scotch and Sirloin, Caruba Collision, and Batteries Plus Bulbs. Fans can view all discounts at ubbulls.com slash savings for all the discounts. Pick one up at the Alumni Arena Ticket Office or at select UB Athletics events and start saving today. Welcome back to the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold. My name is Paul Peck. We continue to be joined by Bulls senior safety Brandon Williams here at Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Miller Sport Highway. All right, what's uh, what was growing up in Lovejoy, Georgia like? Uh, tell everybody where, how far from Atlanta? Where, where would they? What would they know, or what do they need to know about Lovejoy, Georgia? Uh, Lovejoy, Georgia is a small town like south of Atlanta, about 20, 25 minutes away. Uh, 
sports is a big thing out there, like football, basketball, track. You have a lot of athletes out there. It's, and I'm, I mean, it's just a good place to be, to be honest. Well, that's good. That's good. That's good to hear. Uh, who'd you grow up rooting for? Were, were the Atlanta teams the, the and the players there the ones that you uh, always gravitated to? No, they definitely do have a lot of Atlanta Falcons fans, but I'm a Cowboys fan. Why did I feel like that might have been your answer? Um, so, who are your favorite Cowboys? Who are the guys that you looked up to when you were growing up? Uh, definitely. Well, right now, I definitely look up to like people like Ezekiel Elliott, Dak, Dak Prescott, like people who's leading the team right now. But like. In the past, like I've looked up to like Tony Romo, Terrell mm-hmm. Owens, Michael Irvin, uh, Troy Aikman, just all types of players. Yeah, those are some of the great ones. Well, you're feeling a little better because your Cowboys got finally got a win that they yeah. needed this weekend, right? So, yeah, we'll be Detroit Lions. I know you're feeling a little bit better about that. Uh, the other, you're not the only player on the team from Lovejoy, Georgia. Jordan Collier, the Bulls' starting linebacker, mm-hmm. also from your hometown. Have you and Jordan known each other? going way back before UB and for those fans that don't know Jordan transferred here and I would assume yeah. your relationship with you had something to do with that yeah definitely uh Jordan Carter he's one of my teammates I met him in high school my senior year he was a transfer from Stone Mountain Georgia and uh his first year coming up there he he, he played a little bit of safety for us and a little bit of rover too they kind of moved him around but that's that's pretty much like my best friend like we've always been together we're like two peas in a pot so when the chance, when things didn't work out, and it wasn't, it wasn't necessarily George's oh, yeah. fault. UAB, where he was at Alabama, ruining him, mm-hmm. drops football. Was there any doubt that you were going to be able to talk him to come up here and kind of get the team back together again? Yeah, actually, like, yeah, we actually had like a, a phone conversation over the phone. I just told him like, like if you ever need anything, like I could probably put in a good word for you. You come play for us because you're a hell of an athlete. A heck of an athlete. <laughs> so, so did you go to the coaches and say, hey, I got this guy that I know and he's playing yeah. at UAB? I mean, did, did, did that conversation actually take place? Yeah, it really did. Yeah, I talked to the, uh, to like one of the recruiting coaches at the time and he thought it was a good idea and that's how we got Colin Lisa and Jordan to come in at, at the same time. Right. Um, so how, how beneficial is it for you to have a buddy like that to hang out with, to lean on, to uh, you guys, you can talk a different language yeah. a little bit. Can't you? <laughs> yeah, most definitely. We definitely talk a different language, but it's it's just good to know that you always have a friend right there next to you to always pick you up when you're down, or like even on good days to just celebrate with. Just um, like that. And the fact that that he kind of made a little bit of a transition positionally, like you did, is that mm-hmm. something that you guys have talked an awful lot about? Safety corner yeah. linebacker rover, you know, you like a little bit of that situation. Yeah, it doesn't matter as, as long as we're on the field and we have the ability to make plays. Like we're happy to be honest. With Bulls senior safety Brandon Williams here, we're all as all it's all part of the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold. What do you do in your? Uh, I know you're a psychology major, so before I ask you what you do in your free time, take me through a little bit of your academic uh, demands and how much you enjoy heading towards getting that degree. Unless you already have it, you may already have it in psychology. I walked across the stage, but I still have like six more credits left. So right now I'm a part-time student, but I plan on being like a sports psychologist or something like that. Just going back to grad school after and see how that works out. But I'm definitely training for the NFL and stuff. Well, good for take you. Take advantage of my opportunities. Good for you. You got to take that shot when you, when you can yeah. get it. What do you do in your free time? What, uh, what, what do you do when, when uh, I don't think you get very much of it, but when <laughs> yeah. you do have some of it? Not a lot. Uh, I'm always working out, playing football, playing basketball. I, was, like, I also love basketball, so I'll play basketball a lot. All right, so uh, y- y- feel free to proclaim yourself here. Who, who's the best basketball player? Or who, who's the starting oh. five on the basketball court from the UB football team? Uh, I'm not sure Lance going to really want to hear any of this because I'm sure he cringes every time that you guys go out there and play basketball. But who's the, who are the five best guys? 
I'll definitely say Anthony Johnson is nice. Tyree Jackson is nice. Tyler Mayberry is nice. And uh, I can throw myself in there. I feel free. I'm a defensive player, so I like to play defense. <laughs> yeah. And uh, who else? You a little jealous yeah, about Dom, Dominic Johnson? Dom, yeah, yeah, you a little Dom. jealous there? Yeah, I don't, I don't know why, but I, but I forgot about Dom. Dom's, <laughs> Dom, Dom's probably like one of the best, to be honest, because he also plays basketball and basketball. Sure, team. of course he does. He's a dual sport athlete. Well, you know, I mean, you, you think you could go to Nate Oates and say, hey, you need a <laughs> defensive stopper. It worked It worked so well with Dom, you know? I mean, <laughs> yeah. after the football season's over. I'll hop right in there. <laughs> <laughs> You'll hop right in there. So um, we've talked to Tyree about this before, and I guess no one is surprised Tyree's a pretty good basketball player, but I think he told us he's like, a three-point shooter, right? You'd think he'd be kind of posting up down low yeah. at his height, but he's a he's a he's a shooter, isn't he? Yeah, he definitely can shoot. I, somehow, I guess the accuracy on the football field translates to the court. So <laughs> those quarterbacks always got yeah. all that stuff figured out. Don't they? <laughs> he just got it. He just got it. Right. Final question for you: Road trip this weekend, going to Central Michigan. I think you were there the last time the Bulls played there in 2015, so you at least know what, what the stadium is like a little bit. Um, getting into MAC play, is there a little bit of a turning of the page now? MAC games the rest of the way, has that changed the thinking of this team a little bit? Uh, every, every week we just go on a week, just practice hard, make sure we focus on the little details, do everything right, and we just go on the game just hoping to win. All right, Brandon, congratulations on the season so far. Good luck this weekend. Appreciate a little bit of your time letting everybody get to know uh, what makes number 14 tick. Thank you. Thank all right, you. keep it's an pleasure. eye out for him uh, making plays all over the Bulls secondary. Senior Brandon Williams. Much more to come. We'll talk uh, with John Fuller, Assistant Athletic Director for Communications, get some updates on all the stats and the start of the season so far for the UB Bulls. We'll do that when we continue. It's the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield. To buy your home, you became a house hunting ace. Learned about loans, scoured neighborhoods, and asked the right questions. Now you're queen of your castle. If you manage that, you can get your retirement plan on track. Visiting aceyourretirement.org can help. With 401k tips and smart saving strategies, you'll feel empowered to own your retirement like you own your home. Go to aceyourretirement.org. Because when it comes to clearing financial hurdles, you're an ace. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Bulls fans, come hungry to Stampede Square this year and be sure to visit our food trucks located next to the Tailgate Concert Series for the first four home UB football games. Food Truck Row's starting lineup will include Loy's Taco Truck, the Cheesy Chick Food Truck, the Flaming Fish Food Truck, as well as the Big Blue Food Truck. Food Truck Row is a great addition to UB's already spectacular tailgating experience, which includes live music, inflatables, and much more. So come early and hungry to UB Stadium this season. The Learfield Directors Cup, the highly recognized mark of distinction in college athletics across all divisions, both men's and women's sports. Follow your favorite team's pursuit for excellence in this prestigious annual award through thedirectorscup.com, USA Today, or at L Directors Cup on Twitter or Facebook. Learfield Directors Cup, the crowning achievement in college athletics since 1993. Need a ride to the big game? Hate dealing with the headache of parking? Well, park no more, my friends. Ride-sharing service Lyft has got you covered. UB Athletics has partnered with Lyft for the season, so you don't have to worry about your ride. Haven't tried Lyft before? It's a slam dunk with $20 in free ride credit. Simply download the app and enter the code GOBUFF in the promo section. Limited availability, new users only. Terms and conditions apply. 
that UV students, faculty, and alumni can save thousands on a new BMW at town? That's right, Town BMW offers special pricing to UV students, faculty, and alumni. Call 505-2100, 505-2100, or stop by 8215 Main Street in Williamsville. Town BMW is proud to be the official auto partner of UB Athletics and offers special pricing to UV students and employees. Pricing, performance. We got this, Coach. Join our hometown team and let's have a winning season. We love our town. Why not get to UB Stadium on October 13th for Buffalo Bulls football as they host Mac rival Akron for their annual homecoming game. Looking for A.J. Cobb, touchdown! With family-friendly entertainment and a tailgate concert by classic rock band Night Ranger, plus an exciting brand of football featuring an explosive offense. Incredible! He's awesome! And an intimidating defense. Why wouldn't you spend the day cheering on the Bulls? For tickets, call 1-877-UB-THERE or visit ubbulls.com. Welcome back to the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold. We continue from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. This Saturday, it's the Bulls on the road at Central Michigan, a noon kickoff from Mount Pleasant, Michigan. You can hear it right here on ESPN 1520, and you can see it on the CBS Sports Network, the second of three consecutive games on national television for the Bulls. To talk about all the numbers and the accomplishments and the achievements, we welcome in Assistant Athletic Director for Communications, John Fuller. It's our aptly named Full of It segment. John, if Lance I'm is going to call it, to it. If, I know you're, it. if Lance is going to call it that, then I have to call it that, and you have yes. to learn to like it. I'm so, up to it. Um, before we get into some of the achievements of the season so far and the rankings, let's talk a little bit about um, the crowd from Saturday's game yep. and the alumni reunion weekend as well, too, because I know you were a part of that. Um, the crowd was outstanding. There That's were great. people sitting in places in the stadium that we haven't seen people sitting in in a long time, and it winds up being one of the all-time great crowds we've ever seen. Yeah, we're 23,000 at the stadium on, on uh, Saturday, fifth largest crowd in stadium history. But to be honest, I think it was like that was legit 23,000. Mean, there were not a lot of full empty seats in the in the building. So I, I thought it was uh, just and everybody was into it. You know, obviously, you know, the game didn't go as well as we had hoped. But I thought, you know, it was, you know, when we scored that first touchdown and KJ scored, it was just electric in there. And yeah. hopefully it's something we can continue to build on. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and I, and I think it was pointed out that, uh, unfortunately, the way Army plays sometimes takes the air out of a stadium. And I right. think it did to some degree. Um, but I hope Bulls fans were had enough, a good enough time and were enjoyed, uh, entertained enough that they would say, hey, when's my next chance to come back, which happens to be on the 13th of October, and now a noon kickoff against Akron. Yeah, and we hope the fans, as homecoming matchup too, we usually draw well for homecoming. Hopefully we can get this win at Central Michigan. We're 5-1 and one going into that game, and, and we can just keep it rolling and, and, and really bring those people back that were here last week. Between the first and the second quarter, you brought the alumni out, including a big group of players from the 2008 MAC championship team. It was their 10th anniversary celebration. I was amazed when I looked and saw it had to be a couple of hundred guys that came back. Uh, I know you had a chance to hang out with a little with those guys a little bit the night before. Um, give everybody a little taste of what it was like to see some of the great names in UB football history. Yeah, it was great. I mean, there were, I think we had about 170 alum, uh, football alum that had come back from all the teams over the generations but 
um, the focus of it was the, the 10th anniversary of the 2008 MAC championship team. I think there were about 40 guys from that team that came back from all over the country. So it was so great to see them. And to be honest, they all looked pretty good. Like they could still <laughs> play. I mean, they, they uh, none of them really let themselves go. <laughs> it, was, uh, yeah. it was good to see them and, all. And, and think about this. Uh, two, there were two guys that couldn't be there, Ernest Jackson and Naaman Roosevelt, because they're still playing yeah. professional football Correct. up in the CFL. Matter of fact, they played against each other on Sunday. Drew Willie pointed out that to me out when we had him on at halftime. He said, yeah, it was Montreal and Saskatchewan on Sunday in the CFL, which meant Naaman versus Ernest. And I saw Naaman tweeted something out how disappointed he was that he couldn't be there. And it was just, I think the, the neatest part about it is you get all those guys back in a room and it's just like it was they were in the locker room from 10 years ago. I mean, they all remember every single play, <laughs> every road trip. Like they, just, they just get, they snap right back into that mode. And it's just, it was just so neat to be around them and just, and to, to, to reminisce about those times. What was more of a topic of conversation, the Hail Mary or the MAC championship <laughs> one? You know, it was not, I mean, it, it, a little bit of both, but I mean, it was, it was really just, just, the times they remember and sometimes it's just conversations on the sideline you know things that were even away from the game that they remember but it's just great to have them back because they haven't really been back you know I mean like guys like Jesse Rack and Brett Hamlin came up from Florida you know guys from just all over the country came back we just haven't had an opportunity to celebrate them and it was just so great to have them come back and, and, and be a part of it. Yeah, well, that was a really neat part of what went on there Saturday. Okay, uh, it's a chance after a 4-1 and one start, which, as you pointed out to me, we mentioned best start since 1996 here at UB, to assess a little bit about where the Bulls are. And it's amazing. You've got four players in the top five in the country in their individual categories. Uh, that says an awful lot about a 4-1 and one start so far. Right, and they're on the offense and defensive side of the ball, too, which shows how balanced this team is. I mean, Tyree Jackson's tied for fifth in the nation with 16 touchdown passes. K.J. Osborne's tied for fifth in the nation with uh, six touchdown receptions. Flip it over to the defensive side. Cleo Hodge is doing what Cleo Hodge does, is making a lot of tackles. He was second in the nation last year in tackles. He's third in the nation this year uh, in, in tackles. And, uh, and Chuck Harris has six sacks on the year, which is tied for fifth in the nation. So it's, it just shows that how, you know, it, it, we're not just – offensive, not just defensive. We're, we're a very balanced team right now. Yeah, with John Fuller, the assistant athletic director for communications here on the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold. Khalil also moving up the all-time tackles charts and passing. I said this during the radio broadcast. It's pretty cool that there's another, the other Khalil that he pre that he passed on his way up. Yeah, the charts. other Khalil, yeah. Khalil Mack. You know, he left in the dust, right? I mean, Khalil Mack had 327 uh, career tackles. Khalil Hodge now has 344. Khalil Hodge has gone to 344 tackles in 29 games I means it's averaging over 11 a game that, that's it's amazing how far can he move up before uh, can he get all the way to number one he would have to average probably 11 the rest of the year so stay if he stays on his career average he, he, can, he can he can catch Devontae Shen I think Devontae had he needs to get him about now that Bulls have to play a couple more games we that's hopefully right. get to the MAC that's championship true. win the MAC championship get to a bowl game that'll give him two extra games he definitely has that opportunity but to do that in three years would just be right. incredible Devontae Shannon was a four-year starter from Correct. his first game of his freshman year so that would be a pretty amazing Khalil also uh, continuing your run of MAC East players of the week this week yep. too. Fifth, fifth week of the season fifth week we've had a, a MAC uh, player of the week Khalil was defensive player of the week after uh, tying a career high with 20 tackles against Army uh, what else uh, has jumped out at you as you sort of peruse through the uh, the statistics and find some good nuggets for everybody? Well, we talked last week about how well the freshmen are playing. And again, another freshman scored. Uh, Kevin Marks scored his sixth rushing touchdown of the season. He's now scored a, uh, had a rushing touchdown of four straight games. First freshman in our FBS era to ever do that. So uh, and the, the record 
overall record would be jo uh, Jordan Johnson scored in six straight games, I think in 2015. Mm -hmm. um, but to have, you know, four straight games uh, as a freshman to score rushing touchdowns, it was a pr pretty good accomplishment. And uh, the Bulls continue to have not allowed a sack all year long. Uh, that, that stretch now through five games, uh, have you started to wonder what the record might be? I actually just uh, spoke, spoke to somebody at the NCAA today because I just wanted to see what the record was. Now, he said that um, Army, who never throws the ball, oh, right, right? Of course. They only gave up one sack in 2017. So that would, he just, they don't have the official stat, the official record, but you would assume that is the record. So the Bulls have not it's almost allowed. unfair. That, right, You know, exactly. I mean, you know, Army throws the ball six, seven times a game. Right. Uh, you know, you, know, well, you guys thing. are I mean, averaging almost 30 passes a game. So right. it's almost we, a little unfair. We've thrown it 152 times this year and not, and not allowed a sack. Now, Houston has allowed one sack on the year. They're in second. Everybody else has had a, allowed at least two or more sacks. Wow, so, interesting. So it's just, uh, the offensive line has been and playing And speaking tremendous. of sacks, in case fans are wondering, uh, you mentioned Chuck Harris got his sixth but a fan may go, wait a minute, I don't remember there being a play where there was a sack. Um, take everybody deep into the statistician's manual to explain, because frankly, I didn't even remember. Like, when did Chuck Harris have a sack? Tell everybody how that happened. So at the end of the first half, um, the uh, Army quarterback was charged with um, intentional grounding. He rolled out of the pocket, or didn't get out of the pocket, kind of threw the ball away because Chuck Harris was barreling down on him. Um, so that you know, Chuck is credited with a sack so there on an intentional ground. So there has to be a sack credited on an intentional ground. Correct. That's what forced the intentional grounding. So they they, they credited uh, Chuck with the sack. If I recall, didn't Khalil Mack set the school record on a, an intentional grounding sack call as well too back in 2013? Yes, and I think and not only <laughs> that we also got a safety on that as well. If you remember, that was again that was the phantom safety That's in right. Ohio too. That's right. right uh, that, that he that he got the intentional grounding on the five yard line, ended up throwing him into the end zone, and the official looked back and assumed it was a safety. Right. So. So, uh, so Chuck Howard, uh, Chuck Harris, rather, going to start uh, moving towards uh, potentially challenging some of those Khalil Mack single season Correct. sack marks if he keeps it up. Six sacks in five games for Chuck Harris. John, thanks for the insight. As always, we'll uh, we'll hear more from John next week. Of course, it's the Bulls at Central Michigan on Saturday, a noon kickoff. You can hear it right here on ESPN fifteen twenty and see it on the CBS Sports Network. We'll have some more. We'll talk a little basketball. How about that? We'll take a little break from hoops uh, from football to. Talk a little hoops with Brian Wolf from UB. We'll do that next. This is the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield. Few things in sports are better than enjoying a Bulls game live at UB Stadium. Ticketmaster, our official ticketing partner, can help you with that. Only Ticketmaster has verified tickets that are guaranteed to get you into the game. You'll never have to worry about fraudulent tickets, and you can always buy with confidence. So go with a trusted source where you can buy safely and get out there and cheer on your Bulls. Visit Ticketmaster.com to get your tickets today. Did you know that UV students, faculty, and alumni can save thousands on a new BMW at town? That's right, Town BMW offers special pricing to UV students, faculty, and alumni. Call 505-2100, 505-2100, or stop by 8215 Main Street in Williamsville. Town BMW is proud to be the official auto partner of UB Athletics and offers special pricing to UV students and employees. Pricing, performance. We got this, coach. Join our hometown team and let's have a winning season. We love our town. 
Bulls fans, come hungry to Stampede Square this year and be sure to visit our food trucks located next to the tailgate concert series for the first four home UB football games. Food Truck Row's starting lineup will include Loy's Taco Truck, the Cheesy Chick Food Truck, the Flaming Fish Food Truck, as well as the Big Blue Food Truck. Food Truck Row is a great addition to UB's already spectacular tailgating experience, which includes live music, inflatables, and much more. So come early and hungry to UB Stadium this season. Yo, yo, this is your cup holder talking. The little round thing between your car seats. Now, I normally have a nice cold bottle of Mountain Dew in me. But at the moment, I'm empty. That's right, no Mountain Dew. Nothing in here but a couple of quarters and a dime. A fully capable cup holder like me just carrying your loose change. Look, I'm not made for loose change. I'm made to keep Mountain Dew within reach at all times, just inches from your hand. So find the store already. Grab some Dew, toss it back, then place that bottle where it belongs. Mountain Dew. Do the Dew. Welcome back. It's the final segment of the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold. We thank Coach for joining us. We thank Brandon Williams, the Bulls' senior safety, for being our guest here at Millersport Highway, Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill, and, of course, John Fuller as well, too. Now time to welcome an associate director for Athletic Communications, Brian Wolf. You know, Fuller dazzled us with some good stats here, so we're turning up the pressure on you. I mean, I'm still in pre- it's still a preseason for me. I know, so, it is. You know, I'm still Brian's focus is on the UB men's basketball team, so we're going to talk a little basketball because practice began last week. Everybody take off those nice big championship rings to get out there and do a little practice work. Yeah, I mean, you know, the, the, the rings were great, and, and it was a lot of fun to see the guys get the rings, but it, it's, it's so much fun talking to a, a senior group of guys because they understand that, Last season was last season. The rings are, are great, but what they want to do is they want to make sure that these newcomers, that they get rings just like that, and they're, they're ready for this season. They're ready to go further than last year, uh, and it's just so much fun just to listen to those guys talk about their goals. The anticipation level for the basketball season, both men's and women's, but specifically for the men's, is, is incredible, partly because of the reasons that you mentioned. I, I think five of the top eight or, or six of the top seven returning scorers are back. The only one you're losing was Wes Clark. And then you're rolling into incredible freshmen. Before we get to talk about the freshmen, just tell every, remind, refresh everybody on the players that they're used to seeing that they will see again this season. Yeah, I mean, this was a team that was the, the only team in the country last year that had as many guys in double figures. The ball, they had five guys in double figures, the only team in the country. Most of those guys are all returning except for Wes Clark. Uh, C.J. Massenberg, it starts with him. Uh, you know, he's probably the, a candidate for the Mac Player of the Year, but there's a lot of guys that are candidates for Mac Player of the Year just on this one team. Um, you know, Andy Katz had his kind of his dark horse uh, basketball player. CJ was on that list. Uh, but then you have Jeremy Harris, um, you know, uh, the junior college guy who had an unbelievable first season for the Bulls last year, and, and he's worked really hard. No one's going to recognize him because he got a haircut. He doesn't have he, he doesn't have the the, the have long the, hair anymore. No, but, oh, that is going to be uh, funny. And then you know, then you have Nick Perkins, the the, the two time Max Six Man of the Year, and, and hopefully Nick takes a starting role. But if you know, if you see that, that's not it doesn't kinda, really matter if it he doesn't does. matter if if he does or not because he he's such a great six man, and and that's the niche he's found. I could almost guarantee that nobody has ever won six man in a conference three years in a row. Uh, but you know, we'll see. We'll see what Nick does there. But again, he just he looks great, and uh, he's been. You know, the first day of practice, they're going long, and then practice ends, and what do I look up? I see, I see Nick Perkins putting extra work in with with uh, Jamie Quarles. So it was just awesome to see that these guys are just so focused. 
with Brian Wolf, Associate Director for Athletic Communications, talking men's basketball at UB. Uh, you know, Dante Carruthers, Devontae Jordan are back, Montel McCray, all those guys are back. But I know people are excited and waiting to get their first look at the two amazing freshmen that Nate Oates was able to recruit, Jonathan Williams from Rochester, Rondo Segu from Florida. What have you seen from those guys so far? Yeah, I mean, they're, they're exciting, and, and they're gym rats uh, to go along with Trayvon Fagan, the, the junior college transfer. And, you know, Trayvon, from what I've seen from him, Reminds me a little bit of a guy like an Xavier Ford. That, that if but obviously Buffalo fans remember him. Um, just uh, he's got a great size at, at about six eight. He can shoot the three pointer. Super athletic. So he he's really impressed me. I, I know he kind of doesn't always get uh, as much of uh, the attention as the two freshmen do. But I've been really impressed with Trayvon. And then you you look at the two the, the two freshmen, Jonathan Williams just does not look like a freshman. I mean, when you look at, at, at his body size, what he's able to do, it's really impressive already. Uh, you know, he's going to have to get used to the college game. It's, it's a lot different than, than in high school where he was the best player in every game that, that he played. There's going to be some games where he's going to be going up against some really good talent, especially in non-conference season. Uh, but, but he's super strong, and he's getting better every day. And then Rondo Segu, I can almost tell you guys right now, will be a fan favorite on, on day one. Uh, he's just has so much fun out in the basketball court. He has the ball on a string when he's out there, and he's a really good shooter. I think that kind of gets uh, overlooked a little bit because of his his passing ability and, and what he can do with the ball. But he he can really shoot the ball as well. Day one for the Bulls is Friday, October twenty sixth. Uh, the opener that is that the exhibition game essentially against Damon. That'll be your first chance before the Bulls head into some great non conference tests at Syracuse, at Bonaventure, at Marquette, at West Virginia. You are going to be busy, Brian. Thanks for the time as always. We'll talk much more basketball with Brian as we move forward into October. Thanks for joining us on this edition of the UB Football Insider Show with Lance Leipold. We've been here at Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Millersport Highway. We're here every week Monday at noon to record the show. We'll talk to you from Mount Pleasant, Michigan, Bulls at Central Michigan, noon on Saturday. Thanks for joining us for the UB Football Insider Show from Learfield. On the UB Sports Network, from Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill, UB Football Insider has been presented by Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill. Also brought to you in part by our Team UB partners, Ad Pro Sports, WIVB Channel 4, and WNLO Channel 23. By Town BMW, Comdoc, Nike, and by Pepsi. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the UB Sports Network.